Kiddushin Dafaintet. The last thing we were discussing was that the father has a right from the Torah to say that this son is a Bechor. But Hachamim don't believe him in regards to invalidate his lineage. Meaning a father can't say, by the way, this kid is a Mamzer. Meaning this kid from that family is really my son and he's a Mamzer. He, a father's not believed to say such a thing. And Rabbi Uda says he is believed. Hachamim hold, you can't take away Hazakaf Kashrut, not even from a fetus. And Rabbi Uda says, when the Torah said, Yakir, when the father has the right to recognize a child to other people and say, but that's in regards to everything. And Hachamim argue. And with that, we're going to start Ayn Chet Amudbet, four lines from the bottom by the Mishnah. Mishnatan Reshut Kadesh Ed Bito. If a person told the messenger to go be Mekadesh, his daughter for him, and the father also went and was Mekadesh's daughter. If his if the father's kiddushin happened first and his accounts, and if the messenger was first, then okay, the she's married to the one the messenger was mekadesh too. If we're not sure who went first, both uh, husbands have to give a get. And if they want, one of them will give a get and the other one can marry her. And by the way, there's a famous Rabbeinu Yeruham who says, whoever is going to marry her has to be Mekadesh again. Just in case the other one was uh, was first and the, uh, the second person who, she, uh, who she's marrying, in, just in case he was second and his Kiddushin wasn't real Kiddushin, so he has to be Mekadesh again. And point two is, she's allowed to marry the second person as long as the other person wasn't a relative. If Meaning, if the two uh, Safek husbands were relatives, then she can't marry the second person. Now, the Mishnah continues, Same thing, a woman told the messenger to go be Mekadesha, just to find someone, accept Kiddushin, and just get me married. And in the meantime, she found someone else. If hers was first, and so she's married to her guy. And if the messenger was first, then he, then she's married to the other guy. And if they're not sure which one, or you have to say, if we're not sure which one came first, they both give a get. And if they want, and if they want, one gives her the get, the other one can marry her. And the Gemara starts, and we need both cases, one in regards to the father and one in regards to her. Because if you had only told me in regards to the father, I could always say, that the father understands lineages, he, he understands good families, and if he was Mekadesh to a person, he probably knows what he's talking about, and therefore let it pass. But a woman doesn't understand in lineage, she doesn't know what's right for her or not. There's a reason she made a messenger, because he knows what to do. Maybe her kiddushin won't count. Rather, once she made a messenger, that's it. The messenger's in charge, and she took away her own right. And the opposite, if you had only told me in regards to her, I would say, I could always say that the woman looks into it and she knows what she wants. And when she accepted Kiddushim from a person, she knows what she wants and it'll count. But maybe the father doesn't really care 
uh, what type of uh, boy his daughter marries, whether it's Miuhas, good boy, not good boy, just as long as he gets her out of the house, maybe we, we shouldn't accept what the father did and only accept what the messenger did. That's why we need both cases. Itmar, it was said, The father was Mekadesh while he was traveling. She was Mekadesh herself in the city to a different person. And by the time the father comes back, she is a Bogeret. We don't know when it happened. Rav says, look, right now she's in front of us. She's a Bogeret. We got to go by her word. And therefore she's Mekadesh to that person. We have to worry just in case both of them are, uh, are Kiddushin. And therefore it's a Safek Deoraita. And she needs a get from both of them. Now, Emat, when did it, all this happen? If it's within the six months between her being an Ara uh, and being a Bogeret, that she becomes an Ara at the age of 12. The next six months, she's in a gray zone where she's an Ara, her, she could be Mekadesh herself, and her father could be Mekadesh. Once she hits 12 and a half, that's it. She's on her own. She's an adult. She's a Bogeret. So when did this story happen? It's within those six months. Why would Rav say that she's a Bogeret in front of us? Well, she's not. She's within these six months. Only now she became a Bogeret. Meaning we should trust the father, not her. Rather, if it's after the six months, so she's already 12 and a half, then why would Shmuel worry about the father's Kiddushin also? But didn't Shmuel say the difference between Arut and Bagrut is those six months, and that's it. After that, uh, she's considered a Bogeret. Meaning Shmuel should agree also that whatever she chose, he's the right guy. So the Gemara explains, Lord Sricha, what are we talking about? The Kaddish Be'ahu Yomad Demashlim Shisha. Her father was Mekadesher the morning of when she turned 12 and a half. And she was Mekadesh herself in the afternoon. Rav Amar Harehi Bogeret Lefaninu. Rav says, look, right now she's a Bogeret. Midashta Bogeret. Betzafra Nami Bogeret. If she's a Bogeret now, she was probably a Bogeret this morning also. I mean, it usually takes time for the Simanim of a Bogeret to happen. And if she has it in the afternoon, she probably had it in the morning. Therefore, we got to go by her word. Maybe the Simanim came this afternoon. And maybe we have to worry that when her father was Mekadesh in the morning, it's actually Kiddushin. Now, the Gemara has a question. What's the difference between this case and the Mekveh? The Tanan we learned in regards to mikveh, mikveh shinim dadvenim tzahaser. If we if we measured a mikveh and we found that it's less than forty seah, then kota horochina asu al gabav lemafreya ben b'shut yachid ben b'shut arabim temeot. Then any tahorot, anything that was dipped in that mikveh, is considered tameh. Whether it was in Rishut Yahid, and if there's a Safek in Rishut Yahid, it's Tameh, and if whether it's Rishut Rabib, whether there's a Safek, it's Tahor, you always have to say it's Tameh. Because right now, it, this, this Mikveh is no good, and therefore everything that was dipped in it is no good either. And said the same thing over here by the Bogeret. Right now, she's a Bogeret. She was probably a Bogeret this morning, and like Rav, not like Yushimuel. So the Gemara explains, Shani Hatam, in regards to Mikveh, things are different. Over there, 
it was Tameh, and we're going to keep it Tameh. So meaning, if it's Tameh now, it's probably Tameh back then, and whenever, whenever the other stuff were dipped in it, and therefore everything is Tameh. It has a Hazakah of, of Tum'ah. Ve'emar lo Tabal, and you could always say anything that you dipped in there wasn't in Itbal, wasn't dipped. But the Gemara pushes back. But no, Adraba Hamed Mikvel Cheskato. Why don't we say that the Mikvel Chazaka was done bekashrut, and then all of a sudden, maybe just this morning, or maybe right now, when we measured it, right now it's missing from the forty seah. Maybe at the time it was not missing, and maybe everything you dipped until then is kasher. The Gemara explains Hare Chaser Lefanecha. But look, it's right now in front of you; it's missing. And the Gemara says, okay, if that's the case, then Hachanami over here in regards to this girl, she's a Bogeret right in front of you. Why don't we say by what she is right now? The Gemara says, but you could always say, maybe you could always say that uh, she just grew up right now. Maybe right now her Simanim came out. But the Gemara says, okay, but Hatam Nami in regards to the Mikveh, you could say, maybe now it's missing that one drop from the 40 Se'ah. The Gemara explains, okay, Hatam, over there in regards to Mikveh, you have Tartel You have two problems. Number one, you have the Mikveh is missing in front of us. And number two, you could always say that the, the Kelim that were Tameh that you put inside, they're also Tameh. So you have the Kelim that are Tameh, stay Tameh, and you have this Mikveh in front of us is Tameh. I, I could say it's Tameh. So you sort of have two Hazakot of Tum'ah. Hacha, by this Bogeret, you only have one problem that she turned to be a Bogera today, and maybe this morning she wasn't, maybe not. And that's why you can't compare cases. So the Gemara asks another question. Why is this any different from the case of the barrel? If a person set aside a barrel of wine, that, that's where he gives his teruma from. He's going to look at that barrel and, okay, he's going to drink from the barrel number two and barrel number one is meant for Turuma. He tasted every so often to find out if it, if it became vinegar, if it soured. So let's say he was giving Turuma, 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 and then all of a sudden, V'hagachim said Chometz. And then all of a sudden, it, it, he tasted it and it, it tasted sour. It's no good. You can't give uh, uh, Turuma, you can't take vinegar uh, to give for wine. They're two separate things. Now, this is a mahloket in Masechet Baba Batra, but uh, in, in this, in, in this uh, specific case, the, the Tana it holds that, it, that vinegar and wine are two different things. Now, the halakha over there is kol vaday mikan safek. For three days, it's for sure after that safek. Now, there's three different ways to explain what that means. Uh, some explain that three days after the last time he checked, it's considered wine. After that, from that point forward, it's considered uh, vinegar. And from that point forward, everything, if any interim that he gave is no good. That's explanation number one. Explanation number two is going back three days from right now. Right now, he tasted it and it's vinegar. Three day, the last three days, anything that he did is no good. That's considered uh, vinegar and it's two separate things. And before that, it's a safek. And now Tosfot uh, tries to put things together. He brings a third explanation that three days after his last check, it, all the, uh, the terumot work. And three days before right now, when he's tasting and it's vinegar, it's for sure no good. That time in between, we're not sure. Everything's a safek. 
And we brought these two cases, one against the other, the case with the barrel, the case with the mikveh that was missing. Why in the case of the mikveh, we say, oh, for sure everything is tameh, and regards to the barrels, we're saying, oh, we're not sure. Meaning there's a case of safek, whatever it is. The Amar of Hanina Misuriya and of Hanina explained Man Tana Havit. Who's the Tana of the case of the barrel? Rabbi Shimoni, the Gabe Migvena Misvekamashve. He holds in in regards to the into the barrel and the Migveh that it's both uh, safek. He holds anything that was dipped in the Migveh is a safek. Tanakama says anything that was done in that mikveh is still tameh. It's considered a safek, and therefore, if it's in Rashut Arabim, if the mikveh is in Rashut Arabim, and we know the rule, safek tum'ah in Rashut Arabim, you gotta say it's ta'or. We're not sure. And therefore, we don't burn it as if it's for sure tameh, but on the other hand, you can't use it either. But according to Rabbanan, they're consistent that everything going backwards is considered tevel, the trumot are no good. So now, in regards to the bogeret, why don't we say that she was a bogeret? Meaning, if right now, if right now things are tameh, we're tameh before, right now she's a bogeret, say she was a bogeret before. And he answers Shani Hatam over there in regards to the to the barrel is different. The Ikalim Marhame Tevel Al Heskato. You can always say this is Tevel, this is not not Rumao Master was given on it. And you can always say that it was never fixed. Nothing was ever given. The Gemara says, but Adrab opposite. Hamed al Yain al Heskato. Once we said the wine has a Hazaka, and said that it didn't become vinegar. The Gemara says, but you see in front of you, it's, it's vinegar. Same thing, you could say this was a bogeret in front of us. But the Gemara says, you could always say, she, right now she became bogeret uh, in the afternoon. The Gemara says, okay, but hatam nami over there in regards to the barrel, you could also say, you could also say, right now it became vinegar. And he ends off again, by the barrel you have two problems. Number one, you have the wine that it was always tevil. And number two, it's right now in front of us vinegar. In regards to the girl, there's only one problem that you could say that right now she became a bogeret. Now the Gemara asks, Let's say the Mahlokot of Rav and Shmuel is a Mahlokot of Tanaim in Ebraita. The case is someone gave a gift to someone, you gave him all of his assets, everything. The rule is, if a person was sick and he was giving everything away before he dies, okay, if he ends up being healthy and he's able to stand, he gets everything back. If he was healthy at the time of the gift, then it's 100% a gift and you cannot take it back. If you wrote everything except one or two things, then you can't take it back. So the case is the person gave uh, this person a gift, and then he got healthy. He claims he was sick and he got healthy. I, I want everything back. The people who got the gift say, no, you were healthy at the time of the gift, and now you just want it back for no reason. You don't deserve it back. So the question is, okay, who takes the assets out of whose hands? holds that he's able to pull it away from them without bringing any proof, and they're not able to take it out of his hands without proof. We don't say that now that he's healthy, oh, see that he has a hazaka that he was always healthy. That's Rabbi Yaakov. Rabbi Natan Omer, 
עליו להעביר היה שהיה שכיב מרע. רבי נתן says, listen, if he's healthy now, he has to bring a proof that you were about to die, and then okay, you can have your stuff back. ואם שכיב מרע, and if right now he's sick, עליהם להעביר היה שבריא היה. Then they have to bring a proof that he was healthy at the time. So now, this is the case. Nemarav de Amar Kerbinata. Let's say Rav who said that she has a hazaka of a boget, because right now she's a bogeret. He holds like Rabinatan who said, we go by what he is right now. O Shmuel de Amar Kerbiakov. And Shmuel who says, no, we, we, we have to worry that maybe she was in Arah this morning. Maybe he holds like Rabbi And we have to worry maybe he was uh, sick before. So Amar Lach Rav, Rav would tell you, no, Anade Amre Afilu Ker Yaakov. I, I say even according to Yaakov. I'm not arguing on Rabbi Yaakov. The only reason Rabbi Yaakov said over there that we go by what the person is right now, if he's healthy, he's healthy, if he's sick, he's sick. Because you could always say that let's keep the money where it is. אבל הכה, over here, in regards to the בוגרת, מי נמה עמד גוף על חזקתו? How could we say... He, uh, have the body be on its hazaka, meaning there's no real hazaka. Only uh, you know, last night she was in hara, so there's no real hazaka in regards to the body. Because the only reason Rabinatan over there said in regards to the gift of the healthy person that if he's healthy now, we go by his hazaka right now. That's the chule alma b'cheskat b'reim kaimet because the entire world has a hazaka of being healthy. If a person is saying, I was deathly sick, okay, you, you're taking yourself away from the hazaka of the normal person, and you have to bring proof. But over here, in regards to the bogeret, where we're not sure at what, you know, what point that she ter- would turn from an alat bogeret, become a pekan of shame hazaka de is she taking herself away from a hazaka? Most of the women have a hazaka that they turn from an alat bogeret during the course of that day. So she doesn't have a hazaka in regards to her being a bogeret. And that's why I have to worry about maybe she's an ara. So then the Gemara tries a different question. Maybe Rav and Shmuel argue with the, the same as the following Tanaim in the Baita. Her father was Mekadesha to one person while he was traveling. She was Mekadesha herself in the city that same day to someone else. And right now, that day, it's her birthday. She became a Bogeret. And she's exactly 12 and a half years old. One Brayta says, oh, she's a Bogeret in front of us. And the other Brayta says, uh, we have to worry about the father and the girl's Kiddushin. Now, my love, aren't we saying that had Kerav, that one Brayta, the first Brayta is like Rav, that she's a Bogeret in front of us. We go by what she is right now. And the other one holds like Shmuel that we have to worry to both. And the Gemara explains, Lo, no, no, both are like Shmuel. You have to differentiate. The Braita that says she's right in front of us, a Bogeret, is where she's arguing with her father, and she says, no, I already am a Bogeret yesterday, you don't know my birthday. And Khan, the second Braita, where we have to worry about both, where she's not arguing on her father, they just don't know who was first, and that's why we have to worry about both. So the Gemara asks, So let's say, you know what, if the Braitot are not arguing, maybe Amora and Amilopligi, maybe the Amora, meaning Rav and Shmuel, maybe they're not arguing. We could say that, uh, you know, Rav is talking about where she's arguing with her father, and Shmuel is talking about a situation where she's not arguing with her father. The Gemara says, Does that make sense? 
Harav Yosef Bereder of Menashia. We have a story of Rav Yosef, the son of Rav Menashia from Medevil, from that place. Avad Ovda Kebate de Ravi, who did Halakhalim Maaseh like Rav. He said that right now she's a Bogeret and her kiddush, it's her Kiddushin. We don't care about what her father did. Vikpid Shmuel, and Shmuel got upset. Everyone's knowledge is in a small cup and your knowledge is in a big cup, meaning you're doing such a big thing. And you're arguing on everyone? Now, the Isal Kad the again, if you want to say that Rabbi Shmuel don't argue, then I'm like Why is Shmuel upset? Maybe she was arguing on her father, and that's why Rav Yosef was a posek like Rav. Rather, we have to say that Shmuel argues on Rav, and he was upset at Rav Yosef because you went against me. And Amar le Morzuta de Ravashe, Hachi Amar Amemor, Morzuta told Ravashe, this is what Amemor told us, El Chetaka Vate, the Shmuel, Hal Chazak Shmuel, Ravashe, Amar, El Chetaka Vate, the Rav. Vehil Chetan, the bottom line is Kevate, the Rav, the Halacha is like Rav. Next Mishnah. Man and his wife went out overseas, and then he came back. And he came back with his wife and children. And he said, When I left overseas, this is my wife, this is the lady I walked out with, and these are the children. He doesn't have to bring any proof about this woman being from the right lineage, and he doesn't have to bring any proof that these are his children. Meta. But if he says, listen, uh, my wife uh, passed away, these are the, her children, he has to bring a proof that these are his children. You have to bring some sort of proof that uh, they were the mother's children. He doesn't have to bring any proof on his wife because we checked her out back in the day when they got married. If a guy goes overseas, he comes back a couple of years later and he says, this is the wife I married overseas. These are her, the children I had from her. He brings a proof that this is his wife and he does not have to bring a proof about the, the children. If he comes back saying, look, I got married while I was overseas. I had children, and then the wife died, and now I'm coming back with these children. Now he has to bring proof that the woman he married was Meyuhaisit. She had the right lineage, because we didn't check her at the time. And he has to bring proof that these were her children. And the Gemara starts, The biggest proof that these were her children, if these children were going after her. The Shiltei Giborim explains they have he has to bring proof that these kids were walking around uh, this lady or they were holding hands with this lady in the street for 30 days. And that's the biggest proof that these were her children. And he also has to bring proof that uh, this woman comes from the correct family. Tanura Banan. If a person says, I married a woman overseas, he has to bring proof that this woman is from the correct lineage, but doesn't have to bring any proof over the, for the children. You have to bring proof with the older children because there's no proof right now. In the little children, you don't have to bring proof because they're walking next to their mommy. But the older children who are not holding the mommy's hand, they're not walking behind their mommy, they're not being protected by their mommy. Okay, so you have to bring a proof that once upon a time, maybe a couple of years ago, this kid was walking with this lady. 
Now, what are we talking about? When he says, I only married one woman while I was overseas. If he said, I married two women while I was overseas. Now, he's talking, he has to bring proof for the, for both women. He has to bring proof for the children, both of the Gedolim and the Ketanim. He has to prove which one was to which one, which kid was following which wife, etc. And Meiri explains that even if both women are alive, he still has to bring proof because when families uh, grow together, it could very well be that the child from this family is hanging out with, uh, with the, the mother from that family, and like there's no uh, there's no clear proof. So the father has to bring proof that this was this one's uh, child, and that and this child belongs to that mother, and that's the way to bring proof. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Amen. Ve'amen.